I despise your killing and raping. You're despicable. Are you my judge? It's just you should be punished. I'm going to chop off your arm. So are you ready? What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast. I'm Noxie. Uh, I'm Kiko. And uh, Eagle couldn't make it tonight. Uh, he's a little bit under the weather, but he'll be back for the uh, the weekly Shonen Jump coverage that we do in the next couple days here, hopefully. So um, spam F in the chat. Rip the guy. He's missing out on a pretty good chat that we're going to have today. Um, back with another tie-in episode. And uh, this topic tonight, we're super excited about. Um, we're taking a look at the greatest swordsman throughout the history of anime and manga, or at least some of our all-time favorites. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this topic is easily my favorite so far, or at least the one that I've been the most excited for. And I might be speaking for both of us when I yeah, say that. Sure. And the reason is because swordsmen and samurai, um, or, or any character that uses some kind of sharp object, are just always one of the tightest, if not the tightest thing about any manga or anime, you know, or at least inside of the, the shonen genre, you know, like if the story doesn't have, you know, a big sword main character, you can be pretty confident that either his best friend or some other wildly significant, you know, supporting or, recur or recurring character is going to have a, a sword of some kind. So at, at the very least, it's historically one of the most important warrior classes in, in shonen anime. So, but um, welcome to the discussion. If sword wielders are your favorite characters in anime, then uh, congratulations. You are officially correct. as correct as as someone can be about anything and your opinion is as close to an objective fact as an opinion can get <laughs> oh yeah and uh real quick before we we get into the conversation i got to give you guys some information about like what's coming up pretty soon here with project manga so first thing i want to say is that now that we're kind of in our rhythm in regard to like mutual availability and our schedules are properly acclimated to the needs of the show for those that are new or haven't noticed by now um, we've been kind of trying to shoot for a weekly episode, you know, of both the weekly Shonen Jump coverage and as well as uh, the Tangential Tie-In series. But I think we're at a place now where we can confidently say that you can expect a new Jump episode every Monday um, and a new Tie-In episode every Friday. Um, sometimes we'll be able to get a Jump episode out on a Sunday night, but Monday is going to be the confirmed slot uh, for that show, unless something comes up, in which case we'll do our best to to inform you as early as possible. The second thing I wanted to let you guys know real quick is that Project Manga is doing its first giveaway in a little bit here. So Kiko, Eagle, and myself will be attending DaishoCon at the end of November. And what we'll be doing is buying some really cool merchandise from the vendors, uh, probably in the form of some, you know, just whatever the tightest anime figures we can find are. And then we'll be having a giveaway with those figures inside of our Discord community. But you'll only be in the running for one of the figures if you're a member of our Discord server by the time we leave for DaishoCon. So we'll be Which is like 1120? Uh, November know? 22nd to 24th. That's what we want to cut it off at then. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. So uh, we'll be screenshotting the current members list before we leave and doing the giveaway uh, via RNG uh, shortly after we get back. So that should be really fun too. If you're not a current member of our Discord, um, that link will be down in the description for you. So get on it. Yeah, so let's get into the topic at hand. Best swordsman, baby. Oh, what a hard topic, honestly, because when we yeah. say best, it's like, man, I got like 80 written down. <laughs> Not really, but it was a lot for sure. And yeah. 
I mean, like, where do we start? I think we got to start with like the most, you know, some of the most prominent, maybe a little bit more obvious picks, you know, like, so, yeah. I mean, let's just start with the God Zorro here, you know, like he's, yeah, you know, <laughs> the, the exudes badassery and yes. uh, we need... Noah. Zolo. Fucking biz, man. No, luckily Eagle's not here. Yeah, yeah. We getting flamed when we should talk biz. Hey, and and we did have a conversation just recently about how viz has better visual quality because it's not a scan, and that's great. But it doesn't have better word quality, and that's 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 our opinion. I mean, I mean, that's that opinion's as close to rejected fact as you can get to. Yeah, I we have to agree. Hey, Animal Kingdom pirates, baby. Just don't make me jump off my balcony to my death right now, because I will. Animal Kingdom pirates, like I need to swing on somebody over there. Like who let that go? I don't know, a seven-year-old. Look at that. Who looked at that and said, "Okay, we've been saying hundred beasts for the last fifteen years," but you want to know what? This is my translation. I'm saying no. Animal Kingdom. What do you think, proofreader? Uh, how about how about Animal Cracker Pirates? You know, like you may as well. Like, what the fuck? You know, whatever, man. Oh. But anyway, back yeah, to Zoro. Zoro, uh, Zoro. Uh, I mean, our our favorite Marimo. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Mosshead over here is. Yeah. I mean, what what can't you say about him you know right. like anytime anytime you need some some badass feats or badass dialogue your boys on it you know yeah, and and like it was it was tough going through whole cake where it was like we don't yeah, have we don't Zorro have Zorro Zorro at all i know and it it was you know it's a good thing like sanji needed his time and that's great yeah. we love sanji but like you know like i need i need somebody to get cut bad <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> and then you had that one like cypher pole member like with the with the crazy like meito you know, like, and it's like where it's like she didn't really do anything the whole, no. you know, the whole time. But she's like, I bet you if Zoro was there, he would have been like, oh, what's up? Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And your cypher pole? Oh, yeah. Come over here real quick. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Zoro's story is great. You know, he was um, it, it's hard to know. Like, we don't know his backstory yet. And we're going to get yeah. it. But um, as soon as I you mean, see him on soon. the cross, you know, like in in in, in Morgan's you know like torture like area or whatever where they had him like strung up you know and like as soon as luffy frees him and you know he's like he he, you know luffy's like i didn't know which sword was yours so i just grabbed all three and zoro was like those are all mine yeah (laughs) you know and then he and then he you know and then he he grabs them all and blocks all of the navy you know swords that are coming down and like that's the first action image you get of zoro and it's just like him behind the back blocking 17 swords like yeah, that's, that's wild. one of the hardest intros you know for a character ever and like even before he gets saved you know like when uh i can't remember the girl that brought him the rice uh the rice ball that like I don't fell, remember her name yeah either, that, that was like, cute yeah and like hell meppo grabs him he's like don't feed this motherfucker and like steps on it you know and then like and when zoro i don't, I don't remember if zoro eats it before or after he gets freed but he's, uh, he's I'm, like, no, i'm pretty delicious. sure he has yeah, I'm pretty sure he has the little yeah, little girl yeah. give it to him or whatever. Yeah, he's like, he he's like give anyway. me that anyway. Yeah, he's like, give me that anyway. She's like, no, it's all gross. And he's like, no, 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 no. Run that. You know, and he eats it. He's like, this is so delicious right now. And it's just like, this dude is cool as fuck. And it's so cool how like Zoro inside of like this pirate story, you know, like embodies like everything that you like about traditional like Bushido, like Eastern style swordsman you know without you know what i mean and and that's just a cool like dynamic to his character and another thing that is really cool about zoro is that like usually especially when you have 
you know, a long running story like this that shows, you know, characters like not necessarily at their weakest, but like you, you're going to see 30 years worth of progression for them. Uh, yeah. A common theme that you'll see like with any kind of fighter, you know, you know, mainly sword wielders, though, is that like they're constantly working on their technique, right? Or they'll be like practicing a new um, attack or something like that, but they don't really have it down right yet. And then like in some fight, you know, like you'll see them finally use the, you know, the technique properly, you know, and, and it'll show you like, you know, the fruits of like their training or whatever. But Zoro just kind of like trains like off panel and you don't ever see him actually practicing any like sword techniques. But like you'll, he'll just be lifting weights or like doing, you know, practicing kendo with a barbell with like 60 tons of fucking like metal on the end of it. You know, like, you know that he's getting swole, but you don't see him actually being like, OK, I need to keep my foot like this if I want to do this shishi sansan properly. Like he never talks about his yeah. actual techniques. He'll just train and lift weights. And then the next time you see him fight, he's got like five or six new techniques that you've never seen before that he's like firing off like perfectly with like 100 percent control. You know what I mean? And it's like this mm -hmm. dude is it's very serious in you know in regard to like him wanting to become this number one swordsman role more so than anybody that i've ever seen in any other story that wants to be the best swordsman there is you know so mm -hmm. that's that's one thing that i said thing that uh thing that i think sets zoro apart is just like yeah. his determination and will and his loyalty too man at the end of thriller bark man the, my favorite moment in the whole series dude like that's that i mean he has like a lot of like there, there definitely is like a lot of um loyalty moments which go like above and beyond a lot of the other crew members in 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 different ways which the first mate you know kind of got got to do like yeah. like when usopp's fucking up in fucking ennius or after ennius lobby and they go back or you know he left the crew before they go to ennius yeah. lobby and zoro's like no we're not just about to go back and just get usopp and just let him come back if he yeah. doesn't fucking apologize and acknowledge first that he's thing. fucking wrong yeah. yeah he better fucking come to us and fucking yeah do the right thing here we're yeah. not going to fucking bend over backwards and if and if that's what's going to happen i'm leaving the crew because yeah. if people just get to disrespect my captain even if he's a fucking idiot dumb yeah. mother and he's like grabbing his fucking rubber face like yeah, this motherfucker's yeah. an idiot right here <laughs> yeah. but he's our captain and if people disrespect him then fuck like what's to say i'd leave then you know like i'll yeah, bounce yeah. and then, then what you know because yeah, exactly we're not gonna let fucking you know this crew's not a joke this isn't fucking kids games and even yeah. though usopp's the closest to like a, a kid and and what i mean i don't know if just he's i don't whatever you want to call him he's got but, a lot but, of growing know. to do compared to like you know mentally yeah. and, and psychologically compared to you know any other member on the crew for sure yeah yeah uh, and so you know like that that those moments are huge where there's there's just a good couple of times where zoro really takes the crew you know as yeah. as like a captain would you know yeah, and, and yeah. takes that point on that because he knows fucking luffy is just a f i'm just about to run full <laughs> speed forward and fight everybody i see and yeah. so i was like i kind of do that but yeah, i can think yeah. about things too and sometimes yeah. i might not do that yeah, you know because yeah. like i need to hold shit down like and like one of the coolest things too about luffy and zoro's relationship is like luffy was trapped in the snake i want to say on on skypea Sky and what and when yeah. he gets out and everybody's fucked up on the ground like f you know electrocuted yeah. by eneru and he's like how the fuck could this happen like yeah. zoro was here i yeah. I, th I didn't even care because i knew because, zoro was yeah. here this is imp this is impossible <laughs> like he's like baffled that, that yeah. these people fucked his crew up when he was like man zoro was here the whole time how the fuck could this happen right, right. and and it's like I, I just love their dynamic their trust like, 
the trust exactly yeah, and, and the trust they have in each other and like on fishman island when luffy fucking uses conqueror's hockey and knocks out fifty thousand fishmen or whatever and zoro's yeah. like yeah if if son couldn't do that then he was gonna have to give up the fucking title of captain anyway like yeah. i'm the new captain in this bitch if he couldn't do that so <laughs> yeah, like yeah I'm, Which, I'm glad my captain can you know you know uh, is is still giving yeah, me these yeah. impressive feats because yeah. we need them which totally implies um that Zoro also has conquerors hockey too in that in that quote from him on Fishman Island because you know and like in and, and Luffy and Zoro you know like Oda's been drawing parallels between like those two and Roger and Rayleigh you know what Definitely. I mean like pretty obviously throughout the series you know so it yeah. makes sense that if Rayleigh has conquerors hockey you know that Zoro is is also going to have it and I think that that was heavily implied yeah. by that quote on Fishman Island and like going back Definitely. to like going back to like the 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 true like swordsman you know aspect of zoro when you first see that he uses three swords and puts one in his mouth i'm not gonna lie i started uh one piece with the four kids like a lot of people me have. too and i turned yeah. that shit off immediately yeah yeah and, and you know and i was like okay at least they got a swordsman though oh he's holding a sword in his mouth this shit is trash bink and you know and i like you know and i turn it off and then i don't come back to it until you tell me no you have to do this and i was like all right well i'm just gonna read it then you know, and like, I think reading it, you know, for the first uh, three or four arcs, you know, really helped me to like, sh like reshape my, my, my appreciation of, you know, the series, because that scene when, you know, like we were talking about with Morgan, where he blocks up like all of those swords from the Navy and shit, that just looks so cool as like a still image in black and white. Then I feel like it would have like in the animation, especially coming out of the four kids, because I feel like that would have just reminded me too much about why I didn't like the series. So I'm glad that I like read it um i'm glad that i read it first but definitely yeah and like and i didn't think that i would be able to appreciate or at least think that someone fighting with a sword in their mouth was as cool as zoro has made it and there's a couple yeah. other like really cool swordsman moments that he has like in logetown like the one scene that like everyone remembers is like their favorite part of like east blue but that like no one ever brings up really when he's That's in the so yeah when he's in the fucking uh sword shop and he's looking for a new sword. He's like, I want that one. He's like, no, you don't want that one. It's cursed. And he tells him about the Katetsus. And he's like, all right, well, like, let's see what's stronger. You know, like this sword's curse or my luck. He throws it up. And like, even in the manga, you know, like the the, the way that the panel is drawn with like the after images of the after sword images, going around yeah. and shit. And like, and the sword goes into the ground and like, you can only see this much of the metal in the sword, like sticking out of the ground, like to see how sharp it was. That would have definitely taken his arm off. You know what I mean? Like yeah Dude, that was... shit went through fucking solid wood like butter i'm sure that's yeah. oak i'm sure that's some strong ass wood that <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. store was made out of yeah, like like we're standing on it so <laughs> yeah and then yeah, like... the shopkeeper's like holy shit this guy's the real deal let me give him yubi shiri for free you yeah, know he's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like whoa like yeah, that shit dude. was so tight and oh, yeah. um yeah i mean you just can't maybe say a couple too many things about zoro you know and i was gonna say maybe we give like a couple like a little more a uh, couple more um you know yeah. moments or whatever I, I just a couple dialogue moments i wanted to talk about also on skypea where you know they first talk about like how this shit's run by a god and and yeah. uh zoro's like yes. i don't believe in god like at, at the end of this shit this god's gonna pray to me yes, and, fucking, <laughs> and fucking uh chopper gets the like, oh! eyes. he's so badass <laughs> i love him <laughs> yeah dude yes dude that was i just one of my i just love that too yeah man 
and then uh, and then when he gets on the wrong ship after the time skip on Shabandi, and then yeah. you just see the fucking ship go down, the coated ship go underwater, yeah. and then starts bubbling, and fucking the ship just comes up out of the water, cut in half. Yes. And then he's just like sitting on one of the halves with the sword. Like, Y'all should have never let a plague get on your ship or whatever, yeah, you dude. know. Should yes. never let this plague on your shit, you know. Man. Uh, that was what it, a, he just always has the best intros, dude. Like he's he got come, the best lines too. Yes, like uh, most yes. of most of the time, his lines are so badass. You're just yes. like, man, like into like little one liners too, and you're like, right. yeah, this guy's got a, you know, he should be a rapper with these one liners. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, man, for sure, for sure. And like, I wanted to like go like a little bit more into like some of my favorite techniques of his that he has. But I mean, it's really just like you know the Itoru and, and Nitoru EI attacks are always just going to be the tightest ones. Shishi Sansan and Rashomon. You know the two sorted version of of of, of Shishi Sansan. It's just like you're moving at like light speed, and like you don't you don't. No one sees you take the swords out. You just see them putting them back in the sheath, like, and then they're just like cut the fuck up. Like that's Bato Jutsu or like EI Ken yeah. or uh, Eido techniques are always going to be mm-hmm. the reason why I watch, you know, or read swordsman stories. You know, like if you're yeah. doing shit like that, like. Which, yeah. which we'll get to another one of those later. But before that, I want to talk. Now that reminds me, yeah. there's a cold-blooded-ass game. I don't think it was ever translated. It's on the DS. <clears throat> it's One Piece Gigant Battle, I think, 3 or whatever. I mean, I, I think 3 is the one that I played. It was on a DS. I got a DS emulator and just played it on my PC. And fucking, yeah. it's so tight when fucking Zoro does Rashomon. He literally fucking after images and all you see is put the sword back and the fucking character. Ah, yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's like a side-scrolling one, right? Yeah, 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 so that's like the perfect perspective to even see those kind it's of attacks. So, yeah. so tight on there, but yeah, yeah I mean, Zoro, uh, it's yeah. you know, the most prominent swordsman I think in anime right now, today, or yeah. maybe for the last 10 years, honestly, right? But. Right, I mean, especially in manga, um, you know, but like even now that they have the Broly animators on, Mono, like people are really starting to like bring, and it's like you know, Zoro's arc, you know what I mean? So he's come back into the light, you know, significantly. You know, since yeah. since since he came back into the story, yeah, absolutely. Um, another one that we should probably look at um, that is probably a lot of people's very first, uh, you know, swordsman samurai like main character. So we got to talk about Kenshin. Um, got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Hitokiri Batosai, the manslayer. Um, a lot can be said about him too. You know, and for me personally, when I was like first you know Kenshin was one of the first anime that I ever watched really you know like from from start to finish and it was the first main character you know that I had that was a swordsman you know what I mean and I think what was so cool about Kenshin that attracted me to him was that like this is clearly a world where there's no like dedicated energy system you know but he's still superhuman like the characters in here are still superhuman like Sonosuke yeah you know with his giant Zamba toe that's like five times the size of his body and he's swinging it around you know like it's nothing you know like like very reminiscent of like cloud from final fantasy 7 you know yeah. what i mean and, and and he's swinging it around effortless you know effortlessly cutting down trees and shit yeah. you know and i'm like okay so these guys are obviously super strong and here comes kenshin you know what i mean with a reverse blade sword <laughs> and i'm like skinny are- little scrawny guy you know yeah, little tiny yeah. guy yeah it's like what are you gonna do about this bro you know like and and i don't have like the knowledge of of anime like you know and manga storytelling like under my belt at this point in time so i literally am just like 
what is he going to do, you know, but then you see like his more Kenshin's more tactical side of things and he's like, yeah, you know, like you're really scary, you're really strong, you've got that crazy weapon, like a lot of people probably wouldn't really know what to do with that, but you only got vertical and horizontal slashes with that, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm, all, yeah, yeah, and I'm all over the place, you know, so like what's cracking, you know, and he handles mm -hmm. him just like that first little interaction with him. And I was like, this dude is so tight, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and like his, just like the names of his attacks and like his whole like he ten Mitsurugi style, you know, is what like shaped my love for this warrior class, you know, in fiction. You know what yeah. I mean? The, the Amakekuru Ryu no Hirameki, you know, was the first like ultimate like special technique that like I was like, okay, I need I need to be a swordsman now. I need to be a samurai. This is going to be my entire life for the rest of it. Like I'm going to study this shit day in and day out. I'm going to beg my parents to buy me fucking samurai swords. Like, you know, like just just seeing like the, you know, because I'm pretty sure like the way that the Amakekuru Ryu no Hirameki operates is like you start, you know, like on your right foot but then you while you're unsheathing you switch to the left foot position which is like dangerous because like your sword can like run into your leg if you're like yep. leading with your left foot you know so yep. if you do anything wrong like it's over with for you you know and this is a yep. technique that leaves yourself open so much that if you don't use it properly you you're pretty much dead you know what i mean well and the only way you can use it is if you value your own life and value like people in your life like you have to have a very strong will to live and that's why uh when he's learning it with his teacher the um seiji rohiko he's like you can't master like you can't master the hiten mitsurugi style the way you are so like just leave basically yeah. because <laughs> yeah. you, you're not ready and and they have to go through you know all this really intense dialogue and like the flashback of how Kenshin fucking like how Seijiro Hiko found Kenshin like that shit was so tight where like his whole fucking little band of nomads are being murdered all these women and, and like he's the only one left and he's like a little like six-year-old who tries to pick up a sword and fight yeah. but the, the women grab him and then the women get murdered and fucking then Seijiro Hiko comes and just like wrecks everybody and he's like yeah. what's your name he's like Oh no, your name's soft. Your name's Kenshin now. You need a strong name because you're yeah, about to yeah. be my, my disciple. And it's like, yeah. man, this shit <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, a lot of there's a lot of really cool moments, you know, in in Roni Kenshin that we can touch on. Obviously, we want to like kind of like spread the the conversation evenly, you know, throughout everyone that we want to bring up tonight. But I feel like <clears throat> I feel like Shishio as a villain was one of the first times where i was like holy shit this dude's character design is incredible his like way of fighting with the fat you know oils on his sword that he ignites like in a you know in a flame on his sword i was like yeah dude I, you know and like he in his fight like with uh i think he uh, kenshin fights him a couple times actually um, yeah he starts off the fight then gets wrecked and comes back kind yeah. of and fights the second time yeah 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 and uh and i think the second time is when he's blinded right it's not that he's blinded it's that his eyes are just really white because like his swordsman spirit has taken over yeah, and he's yeah, yeah, he's because yeah, yeah. because that, that's the thing like he gets wrecked and then fucking saito just like and saito's fucked up because he got his leg stabbed by Uswis, and then he come he comes out the door with the fucking gatotsu like full speed pow, yeah, you know yeah, right yeah. away like and and you know kind of fuck shishio up but then shishio you know gathers himself and just wrecks his ass pretty <laughs> yeah, much and then yeah. 
like uh how she comes also gets wrecked sanosuke that man i love like sanosuke interactions like against the swordsman because yeah. saito beats his ass hand to hand and that's his specialty and same with shishio shishio just takes the fucking his yeah. his uh what's that shit futai no kiwami takes yeah. that shit right yeah. to the face and you can see like you know like him just i don't know like a, a crack in his like a fracture yeah. in his skull and he's like yeah. and then he just bodies it and then he's like all right <laughs> bow and just socks him back and he's like all right it's like man these swordsmen are so hard body that yeah, they dude. like sanosuke is the top tier like you know cqc fighter in this bitch and fucking yeah. nah, nah, he really ain't the swordsmen are still on that yeah. level you know these revolutionary swordsmen you know like yeah that yeah. shit was so tight but kenshin Roni kenshin just like shaped my entire you know love and infatuation and appreciation for you know samurai you know lore in 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 general you know what i mean like just like imagine you know just a kid that knows nothing about like japanese culture or anything like that and then just watching one show and just becoming completely obsessed with it you know from one story you know yeah. I mean? and i'm sure a lot of people you know share that you know yeah. that, that that initial intrigue yeah, and and you know and as much as we have to like you know thank kenshin for you know our love for you know the medium as a whole pretty much at least me and i know that it probably was a uh, hugely influenced for you too definitely you know, it's hard to even bring kenshin up because the author is such a piece of shit you know what i mean but it, it's like we just can't have a sh an episode like this without bringing up kenshin you know so yeah. even though we don't condone you know anything about that motherfucker you know and he's a scumbag like for the purpose of this list kenshin you know needed to make an appearance so yeah and it's that's the thing like a we were kids we have no idea about any of that we don't even right. know like what a mangaka is when right. fucking, we <laughs> yeah. were watching fucking kenshin and like yeah <laughs> there's so many things like that it's like you know it's so hard to you know just because you learn later that the guy that wrote a story is a piece of shit that like you gotta just like totally denounce the story which you want to do that like morally but like still yeah. at the same time it's like you look back on like what it means to you and you're like man yeah. it's you're really in a tough like place you yeah. know morality wise and it's yeah. like well like like you said like he's a piece of shit but he's still like his story that he wrote does mean a lot to us yeah. and you know without kenshin we don't have one piece in case anybody That's doesn't right. know because oda was an assistant on fucking kenshin so yeah. like yeah got you know we, we gotta you know give him the respect uh, respect's a tough word because we ain't giving him respect but like <laughs> yeah. you know i don't even really know what you want to say like this we give the story respect anything. not that not the person respect yeah you know? yeah and it's like and you'd have to think that like oda's time you know working on roni kenshin significantly influenced the monsters one shot you know mm -hmm. that he made about ryuma and the east or in the western dragon which directly inspired one piece itself you know what i mean so that's that's right like we probably wouldn't have one piece you know like yeah. without Roni kenshin so yeah yeah it's kind of yeah. a big deal yeah so um yeah it's it's that shit's crazy to think about <laughs> um definitely. moving moving forward another uh prominent swordsman that should definitely be brought up we can go into like afro samurai right i think we should i mean yeah. we probably should yeah, because like Afro Samurai, like even people who don't watch anime know who Afro Samurai is. Yeah, <laughs> you know the what hood I mean? obviously <laughs> fucks with Afro Samurai. Like, right? <laughs> like you ain't never seen anime? It's like nah, but I fuck with Afro Samurai. Like, that of motherfucker's course, cold. Definitely have to. You got it, <laughs> Samuel Jackson. How you not fucking with him? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think you know Afro Samurai, you know at least for me, um, was 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 so huge because I saw Afro Samurai kind of late. You know, like I was still like 
where Afro Samurai was kind of late compared to like everything else. Like Afro Samurai was what like mid two thousands. Yeah, something. You know like what that, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like it's 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 a newer you know series compared to you know the ones that that paved the way like Lone Wolf and Cub and Roroni Kenshin and and shit like that. But it was mm-hmm. so huge for me because I was already like knee deep in the shits, you know, like anime, like sort Samurai was like my favorite, you know, my favorite shit ever. And already before I even saw, you know, Afro Samurai and then Afro Samurai comes out and I'm like, you know, as a black guy, I'm like, oh, black guy can black people can be Samurai too. Like, this is incredible. You know what I mean? And like, just initially, like, I'm like, holy shit, like the, I can I can be a Samurai now. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? And then like, especially now considering that Afro has you know, risen, risen through, you know, the ranks and is one of the most, you know, celebrated swordsmen, you know, in, in fiction period, Yeah. you know, yeah. like the, just like, you know, blew that up for me, you know, that much more. And like, and yeah, how can you beat Samuel L. Jackson voice acting anyway? In a, yeah. in a, Does the number you know. two samurai look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should have got that that would have been yeah. hilarious yeah yeah it's just like what an incredible series and like and like my favorite uh fight scene in in afro is probably going to be like in resurrection when uh he's fighting the the two fencers on the bridge shit was so tight the budget that they had for that was fucking insane and like just like and i just Beautiful. love i feel like samurai like stories like always have a fight on a bridge <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like right. Mugen versus the fucking um the guy who uses energy like that yeah, guy who yeah, was yeah, he was yeah. Japanese and then got shipwrecked yeah. and then was like, yeah. man, that was a, that was like the best episode yeah, fucking yeah. that one. I really loved that episode and I really loved the episode uh where he fights the uh the girl with like the halibut, the blind oh, girl yeah. with the halibut. He yeah. she fucks him up in that Yeah, cuts episode. his whole like Yeah, like it, yeah, like hooks it hooks the fucking halibut like in his fucking ribs and then like yanks him and he like yeah, I was like, damn, that probably hurt so bad. But um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Afro Samurai Resurrection, um, definitely, definitely check that out. It's, it's an easy knockout. It's five episodes for the anime and then yeah. a movie. Yeah. So like, you know, you'd knock that out in a day. So and yeah, man, for uh, sure. the other, you know. I I will be instantly sold if RZA does your soundtrack. You know, RZA's producing <laughs> yeah. and composing. You got me. Like yep. Wu Tang, I'm, I'm on. Here for so it. like, yeah. yeah, like it was, it like Afro Samurai. I mean, it's if there's any more American. I mean, there there is American collaborations with with Japanese animation studios and stuff like that. But like that's yeah. how it's done. Like that's yeah. what should always be done. Like we need we need like if for the most part, kind of a more urban flavor to a lot of it like like let's get so it's kind of like the heart of america right like honestly uh america at this point you know and for the future is always going to be you know racially um inclusive for you know and and you having representation now for a character like it's got to be a huge deal and 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 i mean i'm for it you know yeah Let's yeah. get some more Afro Samurai. For or real though, so- something similar. Can we get like I, I, a manga? <laughs> that would be like you know, like maybe like a spinoff. You know what I mean? Like you know, it doesn't. Have yeah. Because I mean, the story, the story is pretty much. Whoa! <laughs> like just I mean, we can't Wait say drop one punch man, but like yeah, we need yeah. we, no, but I, you know, wow, you that would two be at one time, right? Bulldog, yeah, dude. I mean, a fucking Afro Samurai manga drawn by Yusuke Murata would be legendary. Legendary wow. for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, 
Moving into uh, another highly celebrated swordsman in in, in anime and manga uh, lore. Um, kind of like moving away from like the traditional like Bushido style like Eastern Samurai. I feel like we need to talk about Guts on an episode like this from Berserk. Just because like if you look at any like swordsman polls, you know, or any kind of like articles that are written about, you know, swordsmen in anime and manga like online, like Guts is pretty high up on the list if he's not. I mean, it's hard for him to be number one considering how like Japanese, you know, like history is so like wildly um represented you know in 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 the swordsman like culture in in anime and manga but definitely. guts yeah guts you know being you know that high up on the list definitely deserves you know commemoration to some degree so we had to make it to the to the episode and just like him being like the embodiment of like will and determination and like savagery is just like what like the coolest thing about like reading berserk is just seeing all of the experiences that guts goes through like from birth basically he's just like his story is so metal you know what i mean like his mom is like hung in a tree with like some other people in her village or something like that and like these raiders like come by and they're like holy shit these people got hung you know and then guts is born you know like out of his mom's corpse you know like it wrapped in an umbilical cord on the ground you know and like one of the girls i can't remember her name is like oh my god this baby's still alive like you know i can't I, like i've never had a baby like i've always wanted a baby like i'm gonna keep this baby and like his uh the guy who ends up training guts throughout his life i can't even remember his name right now well um but he's like no like that baby's like as good as dead like you know like don't keep that baby she's like no no no, please 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 let me you know let me keep him he's like all right whatever he'll die in a couple days regardless so like just go ahead and have him and he doesn't die he lives through that shit and he just lives through everything you know that no matter what he goes through and you know he's just like it's just determined to like fight through everything you know that he doesn't accomplish his goals and it's like that's just such a cool like badass character like he's literally badassery you know incarnate and the way that he like swings these giant swords that are way too big from for him even like in the beginning of uh you know the golden age when he's like you're gonna have to learn how to fight you know you're old enough now to learn how to fight you know and he's like we don't have child we don't have child-sized weapons here though so you have to use like a grown man's sword and guts is like fuck yeah. it <laughs> you know what i mean guts is like all right you know here we go and just becomes a savage like right away you know and it's just so his character is just so well written and like even in the black swordsman arc you know like the first time that you see because that's where you're supposed to start the story is in black swordsman arc and like he's already like grown and he's already like missing an arm and he's already got like one eye you know and and he's like going through like trying to get like you know going through these cities you know trying to take down these 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 evil important you know like figures in like the in you know in these societies and he's going through and killing everybody in like a terminal like it, it's like i'm watching the terminator but it's a human you know yeah. what i mean like he's just like unrelenting does not stop no matter how much damage he takes and it's almost like unbelievable you know how much damage he's taking but i mean he does have that fairy that like kind of like comes through and like heals him you know a little bit uh you know to make it like a, a little bit more realistic but like just seeing that like th that as like a start to the series it's just like holy shit this dude is not playing games and he's got the giant sword that's you know similar to like the sanosuke zanbato and he's just like one arm swinging it around like you know like like and you can't and the eye can't even follow it like after images and shit you're like this motherfucker is serious <laughs> like you know and there's a lot of you know other things that happen in the story that like solidify him as like one of the best swordsmen in, in anime and manga but he definitely needed a shout out on this episode for sure before we start going into our more like personalized picks but um yeah for sure yeah, yeah absolutely um did you want to we can go into the we can go into our personal picks so yeah just similar to the spin-off yeah. episode that we did yeah similar to the spin-off episode that we did where we kind of like talked about like ones that were a little bit more obvious and then went into like personal 
you know, choices that we would like to see a spinoff series for. That's kind of what we're doing with this Swordsman episode. Um, yeah. You know, in, re in regard to like who we want, who are some of our all time favorites are. So mm -hmm. um, do you want to go ahead and start us off there? Yeah, sure. Um, so I kind of like, I got like two different lists here and the, my main focus here is I wanted to focus on swords women. Uh, and oh. I have, I have uh, a couple of badass swords women here and we're just going to start it out with Akame. Cause like from yes, Akame got dude. killed. Cause she, she will fucking end you so fast <laughs> with no fucking questions asked. And it's Hell just yeah. like, this chick is raw as fuck. Yeah, dude. So a little bit about her is her and her sister were sold to the empire and trained as assassins. And they like went through extremely like hellish training and like kind of killed their emotions that's kind of like what it's supposed to like seem like but right. throughout the story you know you get her to open up a little bit and um so let's see here like she appears you know emotionless but then kind of like shows her vulnerability to tatsumi when tatsumi's talking about like um that, that he's never going to die and or you know like she he's not going to put her through the pain of losing a friend or whatever and yeah. and that that's that was huge because she had like little to no emotion until that that part and then yeah. she you know says there's no, nothing that hurts a little bit more now yeah and she's like there's nothing that hurts more than losing a friend that's like the worst pain that you can ever have and then you yeah. know tatsumi like swears to her that he's never gonna die so mm -hmm. that's that's a that's a really big part you know yeah. and, and you, you get you get some more you know character growth or maybe not even growth but just more insight into who she actually is when right. you had kind of a smoke screen of like i'm just an emotionless assassin it'll just yeah. end you in one just second a weapon and and like you see it right out the gate in the very first episode when they're raiding that mansion you know and she's just like straight face emotionless the whole time like hoi miru hoi miru you know just running through while you know like going crazy with the with the sword that might player. be one of the best first chapters of anything ever yeah dude like it's a, it, it might be one of the strongest first chapters that i've ever read too and it's like you know you never really one thing that's cool about like akami is that you never see her like practicing the sword yeah but like she you can tell that she's got like crazy amounts of commitment and time like dedicated to her craft and like her tegu is broken if you get nicked one time with it there's a deadly poison with no cure that kills you you know yeah. and that, and that's such a cool thing too like when they're uh when there's that like little like chilling scene you know in one of the uh first episodes where she's sharpening the blade you know and they're and they're they're talking about how careful she has to be with sharpening it you know uh or else she'll cut herself and fucking die because she's not immune to you know the yeah. poison in her in her tegu yeah um, that was fucking a, crazy yeah that was, that was a super cool uh scene to get to but it's like i mean you kind of get a little bit more of her uh origin and her backstory in the spin-off series for akame yeah. got kill called akame got kill zero which like yeah. shows like her and kurome's time like with the empire um yeah. which is which is really cool because like in that series you don't have tegu yet you have shingu which are like mm -hmm. the, the toned down like version of tegu and yeah. uh and her and her shingu even back then was fucking broken it was the uh kirichi monji and and, it, and it's kind of similar to the tegu that she has but the the special ability of of her shingu is that wounds never heal if she cuts you with it so yeah, like it's I mean, not like it's not like one shot instant death but like if you get cut like it's not gonna heal so it's yeah. like it's you have you know, to clot your own blood somehow yeah yeah <laughs> you know like shit like that yeah there was a couple other like really cool shingus um in that series too like this one dude had this water dragon sword uh which and, and like you can tell that like the tegu like abilities are super broken but like the shingu ones are broken but they're like way toned down like you get you don't get like 
you know, like wildly OP abilities from your Tegu, like Estith, like stopping yeah. time or anything like that. But this, this, uh, yeah, this one, yeah, this one dude had like the water dragon sword and it like, I think the, the, the special ability for that was that it like, it gave you increased stats for like three minutes. Yeah. You know, like just like little shit like that. And then after that, like, and there's a caveat, like you're super tired after that. Like you can't, you pretty much can't fight after that three minutes, but you're like a beast, you know? So that's a really cool series too. If you're a fan of Akame Got Kill and didn't know that Zero existed, definitely got to read with that. It. Yeah, because that's going to give you a lot more insight into like Kurome and Akame's characters, which will shed light on a lot of like things you may have missed in regard to their relationship in Akame Got Kill, the main series. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess one more thing I'd want to say, I mean, more about the series uh, yeah. in general, which is really tight, is just like the diversity in the Tegus, how you got uh, Akame, who just has a sword, even though the sword is pr pretty broken, yeah. but she has to have like the highest tier level of physical ability for her Tegu to even be effective, because like if she just gets one shot, you know, from yeah. a distance or something, like then what the fuck's her Tegu going to do? Right. Like her, her Tegu versus like Incursio or Esdex, yeah. or it's like, it's yeah. like those are wildly different <laughs> from just a fucking sword, you right, know? Like, right, right, right. So, I mean, it's it's a pretty sick like, And she's still one of the strongest characters in the whole series. You know, so... Maybe, yeah, you know? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, what can, you know, her Tegu even do against Incursio? Like, is she really is she really strong enough to cut through Incursio? That'd be tight. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Her versus Waves, so she can try to cut through whatever. Right. I forgot what Waves' name, the name of his was. Like, Grand? Yeah. Grand something. Yeah. Uh, I forgot, but... Grand Chariot, isn't yeah, that what Grand it is? Chariot, it is great, good shit. Yeah, it's Grand yeah. Chariot. Yeah, because man, I loved Wave. Man, Wave was like top five characters in that st story for me. Man. Yeah, for real. It, but yeah, so yeah, Akame, bad bitch, bro. Don't fuck with her. You'll yeah, die real. immediately. Hoimiru. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, so good. Uh, one of my my first personal pick that I wanted to talk about is from a, a story called Dororo. So um, it just recently got like a new um adaptation actually i haven't seen it yet but i remember reading the manga a long time ago and i just thought well, i think it just has a trailer now i don't know if it's actually got an episode yet. oh really okay yeah okay but shit looks pretty as hell and it's uh done by mappa you know the yeah. gods uh you know madhouse <laughs> yeah. to mappa you know yeah dude yeah yeah uh i i, I if, it, if it isn't out yet then then that's cool i can follow it yeah i don't know for sure but i'm definitely yeah. gonna watch that anime for sure it's, it's such a cool story you know because Hyakumaru um was born like his uh his it's, it's hard to remember it. it's been so long since i read it but like his father is like a shogun or like a high-ranking you know official member of of you know of the government and he's like doing some like shady underhanded shit on the side and like makes a deal with these demons and like curses his firstborn son and it take and the curse takes away all of his senses so he has no he's blind deaf dumb like no sense of touch no sense of anything when he's born and uh he doesn't have any like limbs either you know, so like they make him like prosthetic limbs, but like he has swords, you know, for arms, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and 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 this curse also makes these demons chase him throughout his entire life. You know what I mean? And 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 he has to fight these demons off to survive. And his fighting style is just so ruthless, you know, because he's got swords for arms. So it's like a whole new meaning to, you know, the concept in you know bushido of like making your weapon an extension of yourself like this weapon is yourself you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that was a really cool dynamic there too but like what's so cool about the story of dororo is that as he continues to kill these demons he starts getting his senses back like slowly like one after another but yeah. but because he's so used to not having them when he starts getting his senses back it makes him a weaker fighter because now his ears are super sensitive to sound. His nose is super sensitive to smell. 
you know what I mean? So like, it kind of like takes a little bit of his savagery away. And like, that was just like such a cool, like unique story, you know, that, that I had never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. And his character is just so well written. It's a really old comic, you know what I mean? So it's got like the cyborg 009 like style, like faces where like mm-hmm. everyone like almost has like the same face with a different haircut. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely a good throwback there. I just wanted to, to touch on Hyakimaru a little bit because I feel like not well, enough people know about that story. <laughs> no, well, now that you're talking about it, I was confusing yeah. it with Doro Hidoro. And, uh, yeah. W- yeah. which are both done by mappa so yeah, at least I that's, get, there. that's getting an adaptation too yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's why i was like i think it only has a trailer but yeah no don't do has a, a full season I oh think, does like, it yeah i think it has 20, 26 yeah. episodes like a double season or something hell yeah so so yeah that's uh that's one to go check out yeah yeah absolutely um before we get into another personal pick of ours kind of like similar to the spinoff episode we can just lightning round off a couple ones that that we should touch on the one i wanted to to highlight was nobunaga from hunter hunter (laughs) i wanted to talk about him because he has such a badass moment in the in the uh in the yorkshire city auction arc when uh they have squala held captive you know what i mean and they're like you know and and, uh they're they're trying to get information out of him and you know they're threatening him with like uh hurting uh, neon i think right or no it's it's no his girlfriend he has a girlfriend yeah, as one of like the what do you call like a caretaker of yeah. of Neon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, "You idiots, you know, like are never gonna get a word out of me." He's like, and Nobunaga's like, "Shut up, dude, or I'll kill you," you know. And he's like, "Nah, man, fuck that." Like, I don't even remember what the exact dialogue was, but he's just talking yeah. shit to Nobunaga. And he's like, "Dude, if you say one more word, I'm gonna fucking kill you." And then like, I think Pakunoda is like, "Hey, man, you might you better do what he says. Like, uh, otherwise, we're gonna have to threaten your girlfriend." He's like, "If you touch one hair on her head, I'm gonna." and just like silently just ei you know bato jutsu's his fucking head clean off and his head is like falling you know like and he's still and he finishes his sentence like kill you (laughs) like when his head decapitated like he was like i told you if you said anything else i was gonna kill you and like i think pakunoda was like we didn't get the fucking info we wanted from him he's like whatever the motherfucker wouldn't shut up <laughs> and we ain't playing I, out here. <laughs> Nobunaga's my favorite spider, honestly. And yeah, that's the yeah. one like I constantly get like kind of pressed on to cosplay because I got a fat ass nose like like money <laughs> over here, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, like man, I just love how he like does have honor. He does kind of embody like the Bushido like lifestyle, even though he is a super fucking, you know, ruthless assassin and, yeah. and will kind of do but he gave squala chances you know yeah, like he's yeah. he's give he's, he loves gone you know like they had the fucking the the arm wrestling part with gone is like yes. one of the best moments in fucking hunter you know yes. and he's just like i fucking love this kid you're fucking joining you ain't going nowhere buddy and he's Wait like no nah, fuck y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and gone's like no nah, fuck y'all i ain't joining none of y'all fuck man like gone is just so wild to just yeah. like straight up stand up to fucking the phantom troop like right fuck all of y'all yeah but no and and, and no Bunaga's like nah you're joining you ain't got no fucking say in the matter and yeah. if any of y'all try to fuck with gone we're about to it's about to be a fight to the death because yeah. he's my new uvo again like right. he is my new uvo yeah. and it's like man yeah, i just dude. love that both so enhancers like, yeah dude wow Nobunaga's, uh he's my I, it's so hard to say i actually have a favorite because my favorite might be Feitan too like yeah uh, <laughs> i mean cold-blooded swordsman i mean hey both both yeah. are cold-blooded swordsmen and yeah, it's dude. like 
the cane sword man that shit's cold yeah cane sword it's not something that you'd think that you know his character would have especially being like modeled after he the way that he is you know what i mean but it's just cool that togashi was just like okay how can i make it obvious that this is he but not like just make this a he reskin yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean yeah mm-hmm. and, and nobunaga so. dude I, he probably is my favorite spider too i mean i have to say machi just because she's my favorite character in the whole yeah machi man yeah. <laughs> honestly, how could you pick yeah, like, so honestly? many amazing characters but like we don't even like it makes me think about it like we still don't know nobunaga's hatsu I mean, no, he's the only spider whose hatsu we don't have yet yeah i don't know yeah, yeah it might be yeah and it's crazy Probably. that you know in a series where nen is like so important and hatsu is like the coolest thing about the abilities that they use that one of our favorite characters we haven't even seen it yet <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah which are we do we know for sure that he is an enhancer you kind of yeah would... he says that. okay yeah okay okay yeah and I, I didn't remember but yeah i mean it's then I is his, he might have like a um like a law slice like like yeah. if you're in room and he could just cut like yeah, a mountain yeah. down like that would be so sick like yeah. well, maybe we'll get it maybe we won't maybe we'll all fucking be ninety years old and fucking Hunter won't be over and maybe fucking Togashi will be long dead yeah. <laughs> Uh, that sucks. And I you know, like, just just get a fucking illustrator, please, and tell us the rest of your story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, it's like you. We got the fucking Hisoka origin, you know, drawn by the Tokyo Ghoul guy. That was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't the greatest illustration, but it was. I, it, I fucked was, with it heavy. Yeah, it, was it was a great good. story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like Togashi. I mean, I won't say he's like the worst illustrator, but like he has the times where he's probably dealing with health issues or whatever, yeah, and there's just yeah. like bad, like sketchy chapters. And it was like, you know what? Yeah. Don't even give a shit. Just give me the story. Please. I just want the words. <laughs> <laughs> Write a light novel. I don't care. Like, no, somebody just please help this yeah. man. Get, and and he's a, finished here. He's one of the best illustrators, like low key. Like when he snaps, if he wants he to snaps. be, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like you know, I don't know. He's too too broken at this stage <laughs> in his life or something he's yeah. like his body is broken his mind is broken i don't something, know like man. yeah <laughs> uh did you have any uh lightning round picks you wanted to fire off well sure i guess you know like how can we have a um uh a sword fucking you know swordsman episode without mentioning gintoki uh, from gintama because <laughs> Yeah, man. Though, though, I'm not like the hugest fan of the series because it's like a mixture of comedy and historical, and like yeah. there's some weird shit with the plot. But like, it, it, it definitely. I mean, you you can't say that it's not a good story. I mean, yeah. like, how many chapters does it have? How long has it been around? Like, they love it. Yeah, yeah. They, he's I got mean, one they of the coolest designs too. Like, he's drippy. His fucking yeah. like kimono, like gi, or like I don't even remember exactly oh, yeah. what you would call it, but like his his design, yes. the leather in the uh, the leather in the in the the I don't even know the blouse <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Game blouses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. yeah, he is he's stunting for sure. His yeah. his his color scheme is you know and and um I mean maybe the only another thing I'd want to say he's got a cool ass nickname you know Shido Yasha which is White yeah. Demon you know yeah. it's like that's that's a pretty sick fucking you know that might be my new nickname actually <laughs> <laughs> White Demon I think that's what uh, You've I've been, been called back the your whole before. life probably yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> White Devil White Demon you know you know I go to the barber shop I might catch one of those in from time to time anyway that's Shiro Yasha to you buddy <laughs> the fuck out of my barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah yeah you know 
you got to talk about him, you know. And and actually, that that kind of goes with like my second theme that I did because I got a list of Bokuto users. You know, he's yeah. a wooden sword Boken user. You know, yeah, and yeah. that that fucking I I will always love when you see wooden sword users versus real sword users. Yes, it's like, dude, that shit is always such so a good and, hard body. So like, how like tight there's got to be to be like I got wood, but. You still not yeah. fucking with me. <laughs> like I'm not going to hit the sharp part of your sword. I'm basically going to like yeah. parry it with like a gentle style or whatever. Yeah. Like you how know? much like, control and proficiency do you have to have? Like you know what I mean to just not just rely on hot, solid matter. You know, like running into solid matter. You know, to protect yourself. Like you actually have to weave your shit around their shit. You know, to to make up for your disadvantage. You know what I mean. So that says a yeah. lot too. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's there's a couple fights in in Gintama that, like, really, even though there is a lot of comedy to it and it's almost gaggy, you know, to a certain degree, yeah. there are still some like really tried and yes. true, incredible hard body like swordsman moments throughout it. You know, like uh, in Toki versus uh, uh, Takusugi. Takusugi, the one on the roof. No, it's like it's the one, it's the one on like a cliff, like on yeah, a cliff. Yep. and they're just beating each other like to death like with their with their like with you know like with their bare hands at one point i think too yeah but i mean it's just like you see shit like that and you're just like how do people say that this is a gag like comedy story <laughs> it's just there's so much like dialogue and funny like yeah. like non action moments which it's yeah. like hey man like that's you know people love that shit it's just like for us personally i mean this is a shonen manga podcast and sure you can kind of classify that as shonen but like yeah definitely you know yeah but it's like it's not like you know a lot of these other shonen that we talk about like what we cover in the jump you know like it, it, it's yeah you know, definitely a little different and you know it's it's cool man it's a cool story but like yeah. it's it's uh you know one of those that are kind of a little bit outside of what i fuck with but it's still yeah. i can fuck with it at the same time which is great because you know like we've talked about like in past episodes like some of the other like genres of anime that like when we're talking about ghost in the shell or something like yeah, that where it's yeah. like these are these are other genres that aren't really shown in and yeah. like but they be talked about and well yeah and it's it's things that captivated us and and yeah. even may have led us down the path of these other genres that you know maybe we wouldn't have you know fucked with uh, you know without some kind of like introduction that was that strong you right. know like you know so definitely yeah. definitely uh you know good to mention but yeah. yeah like i said i got i got a lot of fucking Balkan users bokato users here drop another and, one all right well uh i'll drop since we already talked about kenshin you got to talk about kaoru because kaoru like she um uses a wooden sword for her kami akashin style and yeah. though she doesn't like have like a lot of like tight action moments like Right, right in the beginning when she's fighting the dude that like fuck like her dad like broke his fucking whole right hand like yeah, all his fingers or right. whatever yes. or his thumb or something like yeah, that yeah broke his thumb yeah left-handed had to go to left-handed yeah. left style like and she's like you know trying to like single-handedly take this guy down because he's yeah. like running their their dojo's name through the mud basically yeah. and like i'm i'm kamiakashin style or whatever i'm the batosai he's saying he's the batosai yeah, he's called, yeah he was lying and calling himself the batosai that's right yeah. he got it so good at the end too <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then she has the fight where she's fighting with the uh transgendered uh you know woman uh what's her name like that's kamatari the large scythe kamatari uh, and, the large scythe that's that's such a tight fight because her and um 
Masao. It's like a 2v1 when they're clearly outclassed and they right. got to like use, um, you know, some kind of tactics or whatnot. You know, it's, yeah. they, they basically should maybe have stood no chance against her. And, and just the way that the fight plays out where uh missile like throws like the 16 kunai at yeah. like the 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 wooden part of her scythe and yeah. like cracks it or whatever in half and, and then she's like oh you think i'm done and then can like swing the little ball part of it like yeah. with that little uh like there's like a little spear part on the end and like starts swinging it and like kaoru comes in with her her fucking sword gets cut by the scythe and so she only has like the tiny like sheath or i mean sorry like the hilt up to like a little piece of like where the blade would be if it was actually a sword or a a metal sword and and she like puts both hands together and just like cracks her (laughs) knee and breaks her knee in half with that part and you're like yes man kara is tight man like i wish i wish you got a little more from her but like you know she she definitely was just a lower end strength character yeah, using yeah. a wooden sword and yeah. so like but still performed much, very well every yeah when it was her screen. time yeah. yeah when it was her time so yeah, yeah. you know you gotta yeah. you gotta, gotta, you gotta bring gotta her up some Kaoru. yeah and yeah. uh you know shit man like i, I just want to say kurapika too because technically he's a <laughs> yeah. user technically a, a double wakizashi boken user that's tied yeah. like a nunchuck so it's yeah. like you yeah. know like throw, throw a little bit of kurapika love in there with that <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's good. Kurapika is good. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, you we, get, don't ever, we don't ever actually see him. I mean, there is that like one like in the '99 version. There's like that like implied filler fight in yeah. the uh, in the hunter exam arc where he like kind of uses it. But like in the main continuity, like I don't think he ever uses it against someone one on one. I think he just uses it against like random monsters in the initial hunter exam scenes. Yeah, yeah, like when they're, like when they're when they're fighting the uh, the pigs. You know when they're yeah. the, 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 the the armored nose pigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yep, right. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the only time I remember him seeing him. Yeah, who do you got on? Uh, who do you got next on like your personal in depth list? Well, back to our main focus here. Then uh, going back to a swordswoman that I, I mean, we've already talked about the the most prominent swordsman in anime. So let's talk about his counterpart, Tashigi, really, yeah, or dude. or Queena. I mean, who is she? I mean, <laughs> yeah, or Queena. Yeah, that's like little, that's that's conspiracy theory shit. Yeah, one I mean piece, it's one piece fans will <laughs> What do you say, I mean, bro? It, <laughs> I mean, like how could she not be like a relative of some kind to Queena, yeah. you know? Like or or I mean Queena's dead, like that's confirmed, right? So it can't be I mean, I, cuz there was a coffin, I'm pretty sure. But if there was an open casket. It was an open casket, so it'd be some you know. kind of crazy Oda lie. Yeah, you know, like yeah, there's some he, crazy lore, like some crazy lore behind it, like and, and Tashigi could just be the amnesiatic, you know, Kuina that like, yeah. that got like taken by somebody. I don't know. Like you never know what the fuck Oda's gonna fucking do. And that's one thing about like One Piece storytelling is that is that like when people are predicting it, they think that they have to use information they already have in order for theories of theirs to make sense. You know, when Oda, how many times has Oda just dropped brand new fucking information on us? that we had no prior knowledge of before that links back to information that we had before yeah you like know, it does know. make sense it's not yeah. like it's not like uh it's just like a subtle you got really like small subtle hint like it, it's like yeah. impossible to guess because like yeah. you, there's no way that you could use that as a hint almost the things that he was he was dropping in some in some places so yeah, yeah, yeah. you definitely can get that yeah. but uh the things i want to talk about with tashigi is um we already talked about the Zoro scene where uh, he gets uh, Sandai Kitetsu and Yubishiri. And yeah. uh, so in that 
Tashigi is there, and that's how he knows who those swords are. Or, you know, she, you know, she's, rifles through her little fucking yeah. encyclopedia of fucking yeah. NATO, and she's like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's These only, that's only, that's only 500,000 belly. Like, you better yeah. grab that bitch. Like, you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's got to be some kind of mistake. Like, according to my book, that should yeah. not be that. He's like, well, that's that, because that shit's going to kill you. You know, yeah. and, you know, and so, um, it's it's really you get a lot of good dialogue from her like in Zora there because she explains how like her mission is to take back Mato from pirates since those are like holy swords or whatever and that they're being used for evil and that's like her mission I guess you don't like other than obviously just uphold justice and be a marine but like that's yeah. like her side mission that's like her goal is to just acquire all mato that are in the hands of bad people and get them in the hands of good people or right. just put them in a museum or something I which don't is know. just such a cool story for a character like yeah it's such a cool like purpose yeah yeah and since she looks exactly like queen it makes her impossible makes it impossible for zoro to fight her seriously yeah. which yeah. since she has extremely high swordsman spirit that she like exudes through a, a a lot of different times like she feels disrespected that zora won't take her seriously like right. that she's a woman and he won't fight her and it's like that's it's not like, even hey man is. i used to beat your ass back at the dojo <laughs> and it's like hey wait till wait till later when i just cut cut the fuck out of monet for nothing you'll see it's not about a woman it's that yeah. you are a specific woman to me because i'll right. cut women i don't give a fuck i'm not signing <laughs> like yeah. I'll, cut, I'll cut a fucking woman the fuck up if she's trying in to half. kill me like yeah, yeah, yeah. in half so <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> and she also <laughs> felt disrespected when law didn't kill her with his cut you know like because it's a, a room cut it's not yeah. a real it, what you know whatever that you yeah. want to call it a separation yeah yeah and, and and um she also another um another feat where she uh another moment i should say where she like exudes her swordsman spirit is like um, where she's fighting Robin at Alabaston, and, and yeah. she uh, uh, and, and Robin breaks her like kneecap or knee and just like shatters her leg, and she's yeah. still like getting up, trying yeah. to stand up and yeah. fight fucking Robin. Like, no, fuck that. And like yeah. that leads to one of the best One Piece moments ever is how like at the end of the Alabasta arc, Tashigi's crying and she's in the sh in, the, in the, on the Marine ship because she like she couldn't do her job and uphold justice or whatever yeah. and and they're like you know the crew beat crocodile and saved this whole country and so they want to give smoker all the accolades for that and smoker's like no i didn't do that these yeah. pirates did it and that's why my fucking subordinate is down here fucking crying and and she's she's distraught because we couldn't do our jobs and some fucking pirates that are not supposed to be doing any good shit at all yeah. are the ones that did all this fucking great shit and saved this whole fucking country yeah. and like and 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 hina i love hina and hina's right there like like it's it's useless smoker just take the fucking you know like you know you know damn well they're not gonna say the fucking pirates save this country yeah, so exactly just, so just yeah. take the promotion take the accolades and he's like no fuck that you know like i'm not <laughs> taking these accolades we didn't do this shit and yeah. he's like okay y'all want to just cover it up you know and then he says like eat shit and die tell the gore yeah. say to eat shit and die or whatever yeah, like yeah. that it's like wow. that's when i was like oh smoker's one of the best characters in the whole shit yeah yes and like Tashigi was the first marine that i liked you yeah know? but then at, at the end of that arc yeah smoker i was just like oh okay so there's like a really crazy infighting dynamic that they're introducing in this marine shit too and that's like one of the first times where i was like this shit is gonna be way deeper than anybody was ready for starting this series yeah. you know what i mean yeah 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 because alabasta is still pretty early in the series and you're yeah. like you're in and, the and it's still. like yeah you're in the hundreds the and first it's first hundred 
yeah. the first yeah and it's like <laughs> it's it's still like warming up to you know get to you know there's just clearly so much world building was ahead yeah. of us after yeah. that with yes. where holy shit yeah and so another thing that i really want to probably the last thing i'll talk about with her is that yeah. she has the gentle blade sword style and yeah. it's not really expounded upon too much but it's i don't talked think they about, ever really go that in depth with it at all i think we get like yeah one scene yeah where there's like cannon fire at her and she like like there's like an after image where she like slowly puts yeah. her sword under the cannonball yeah. and like uses like the yeah. you know to, ch to change, change the, the trajectory the or yeah, yeah the trajectory the yeah yeah to like you know deflect it away from the ship and it's like man that's yeah. pretty sick man i it's hope we which which you know you think you want you wanted to think at least early that zoro and, and Toshigi would have a real fight at some point and that smoker and luffy would have a real fight at some point like yeah. and they have a couple fights but like smoker is too strong for luffy in those fights but yeah. now like a smoker came and saw luffy might get <laughs> one shot. So yeah. it's like, now you're just kind of like oh is smoker ever gonna catch up and is tashigi definitely ain't catching up and it's yeah, just like yeah. man I, I don't know maybe they do i i don't see it but like i feel like know. smoker and tashigi are showing up to wano low-key yeah like how could yeah. they not how could yeah. tashigi not be at wano like yeah. it just but I mean, like a Kainu is like pull the troops or whatever, but like Smoker might not listen yeah, you know, to that shit. He's like, I'll do whatever him. I want, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and that just seems like such a good art for Tashigi. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and I guess one more, one more thing. Last thing is that her sword is just a, a Wazemono. It's like the lowest grade of the Meito. And, and it's Shigure is the name, meaning late autumn rain. And she has like a, um, I forget like the, the Japanese name for her ability where it means like cutting autumn rain cutting rain or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. separating water or something like it's really cool like yeah. uh just you think about like water's not cuttable you know like it's, it's wait a minute know. dude shusui translates to clear autumn water shusui and shigure wait hold related? on a minute bro hold on a minute bro yeah, we might have to look that up real quick, you know. I'll I'll look I'll look it up after the don't don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure wow. like back when yeah, I'm pretty sure back when like we were like really cuz I remember like one time we had like a really intense Mato discussion in in what in the manga chat and I was yeah. just like I'm looking up the fuck these swords even like translate cuz yeah. all of these sword names are so tight and they have to like mean something, you know, like they have to their names have to have a purpose cuz Oda is just the god like that. So We should just have a Mato episode honestly. Hey. <laughs> like a of just like not, even, some... not even just meito but just like named swords throughout all of anime and manga like history yeah and then Bro, meito that would be slap. half of the stuff yeah yeah yes. meito would be half because because like one piece is like really the only one that has a a, a system like a sword system like that yeah, yeah yeah you know i mean we're gonna have to talk about some durandal and some other like uh you know whitebeard's uh naginata you know like some those essential. swords you know, that's what I always said too, but it, it? says it's a Naginata. What? I mean, so I I don't know. I yeah, thought I it was know. a Bicento as well, but yeah. um, I think Bicento has less handle and more blade. Oh, um, okay. But okay. whatever. I was calling uh, it a Halibrid for the longest time, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is the third name I got for it. Yeah. Naginata. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tashigi. Tashigi's real good. Yeah. So, I'm glad that I mean, I'm glad you brought Tashigi up. All right. Um, go ahead. Who you got? I got Atomic Samurai next. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that I think that you know that Atomic Samurai's character is so cool because like he brought like a different kind of sword fighting to you know 
you know, to like lore and like history, you know, like at least I haven't seen, you know, a sword style that literally just makes a thousand ice cubes out of anything and in an instant out of anything that I mean, I'm sure we've probably seen some kind of like iteration of that. Like someone's probably done something like that, you know, before I can't think of it off the top of my head, but like that's like his whole thing is just yeah. like cutting things into a million tiny fucking cubes like you know and and that was just like such a cool introduction to you know samurai and he's got his little homeboy eian eian i don't know if that's some, some kind of like play on and he's like a knight that like is you know a, a still bushido swordsman yeah, still like ei you know eido bato jutsu like style it's such a fucking cool character design Definitely. and like and there's like just like so many cool moments with atomic samurai's character throughout the series that i can think of like when uh when his when his when he's back at his dojo and like his homeboy like you know he's like talking about like monsterification you know what i'm saying he's like look man if you want to be the best swordsman like there's this new you know there's this new shit out called monster cells that, you know what i'm saying like this shit is piff like you know, you eat this shit. Eat you're... one of these hairy uh, fucking f meatballs, a hairy a couple yeah. of hair pieces. Uh, yeah. That's so yeah. gross. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, now I'm way. You know, like I had to eat one of these on y'all. You know, because I'm trying to be number one out here, and like y'all didn't think that I was ever gonna get to a level like this. And like the way that that one writes that scene totally makes you think that Atomic Samurai is gonna die. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or he's at least up be the like monster shit. Yeah, yeah, at least it's gonna be like a serious fight where like he yeah. could get seriously wounded or yeah. something, or he yeah. needs help or something. You know, like, yeah. but but nope. Nah, one nope. shot turns him into fucking Roblox. <laughs> turns him into fucking Legos, and it's over with. You're just like. This is the baddest motherfucker of all time, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like that that he just brought like a completely different feel to samurai, you know, which is just yeah. so crazy, you know, to even see nowadays, you know, like considering how many samurai stories there are. And when he fucking takes his little uh uh what's that thing that that samurai chew on? The it's like the, a little wheatgrass or yeah, something. Yeah, like you a know? little wheatgrass, he takes that out and, and like cuts like metal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, holy shit, man. What yeah. a badass. Definitely, yeah. man. I and he has like a EIN is like his like first little homeboy, but he's got like uh, you know, a whole squad of like yeah. samurai. You know, yeah. he has that one that has like a fucking blade that does all this kind of shit. Yeah. It's like a yeah. hair blade or something. Yeah. It's like made out yeah. of hair or something. Yeah. A couple cool characters, you know, like, like smiling sword from uh bro. Fucking the breaker. He was uh, the only character I have that's not either a woman or a Boken user that was on my like lightning round list because there's no way we can't not talk. Yeah, about smiling, smiling sword, sword, bro. Dude, smiling and, sword is. Yeah, and that's so all I wanted to say about Atomic Samurai. So you can go right into you can go right into that, bro. <laughs> smiling sword, man. Okay, Read first of breaker. all. Yes, read yes, the breaker. I will slam on my desk <laughs> if you don't read Breaker because, like, the Breaker is the greatest shit. It's just yeah. as good as anything. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, I, I will, it, my top three manga that I love the most are One Piece, Hunter, and The Breaker. And yeah. I would say that it's not a manga, it's a manga. It is Korean. a manga, yeah. So, I mean, like, but, and, and that's why a lot of people don't really know about it. I mean, like, it's one of the most well known non Japanese comics that there is. You know, like yeah. outside of webtoons, I mean, like Tower of God and like God of High School are like getting a lot of hype right now because Korea is about to start adapting, you know, yeah. like webtoons. But 
but like the breaker is like the number one tried and true manhwa black and white like like same like style as like manga like comic out there you know at least from what i've seen like on the internet so far you know and it's just such an incredible story i mean like there's a lot of like hardcore korean names that are probably going to be like really hard for you to get used to but it takes a little bit of time <laughs> yeah and like usually manhwa are read like left to right but the breaker is still read right to left so it's like the, the the most seamless transition that you can have from manga to manhwa and you really need to read it it's such an incredible story and it's so well written jian gukjin and kamaro are like the one-two punch of like korean comic book storytelling you know in my opinion and i've read a lot of korean comics at this point so Yep. definitely yep. definitely go through that but yeah go ahead sorry so smiling sword a little bit about him is uh he's kind of the only like there is a couple swordsmen you got like the cane sword guy there's a couple swordsmen in the breaker yeah. because yeah. the breaker if you if you don't know it's mainly focused around hand-to-hand -hand martial arts there's all these different schools and different styles and they all got like you know their special techniques for their schools and one of the coldest dynamics of the thing is like any any person within the miram which is the underground uh world of yakuza martial yeah, yeah world of martial artists yeah and if any basically anybody from the miram if they can go and see a dead body yes. somebody was killed by another miram member they can tell what school it came from because of the technique used to kill that person yeah when they run and the so, autopsy they'll be like oh, okay he used the focus stomp on his trachea here and yeah. the, 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 the ill, the ill son school is the only one, you know, is the masters of that technique. So we know that these motherfuckers killed this dude. Like that's so tight that, they, that everyone understands the techniques and like the martial arts that are used in this underground world to such a degree that you can Definitely. just look at a dead body and know who the assailant was. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now that when you showed me fucking, uh, strong metal hand or metal claw like yeah, that yeah. that was it that was yeah, and you showed yeah. me like literally like a couple fucking panels and i yeah. was like bet went home <laughs> read that whole shit didn't sleep like read the whole motherfucking yes. thing like yes. oh my god this is the tightest shit i ever read in my life such a bingy and, story it's just like if you're like if you love like kung fu movies or like martial arts you know and you're, and you're like heavy into that that is the i'm gonna say it's the best martial arts story ever I think so too. Honestly, yeah. I think so too. Where it's just like strictly a martial arts story, and yeah. it's man, it's so fucking the tight. best but... like teacher disciple dynamic that like you'll ever see. Like it's like Genkai like Yusuke levels, you know. At least you know what I mean. Like just that, and it goes so much more beyond that because yeah. of later dynamics that we probably don't want to go into. But yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so there's two seasons, and we're gonna get a third season one day. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, if you guys <laughs> stop fucking doing webtoons. I think it's an editorial uh, mandate, though. I think, yeah, because uh, yeah. webtoons just blow up so hard right yeah, now. And, yeah. But, but yeah. So anyway, Smiling Sword. Uh, it's yes. easy to go on a tangent on this. Right. Thing, but, <laughs> <laughs> Smiling Sword has this little fucking tiny like hilt thing that fucking you know stretches out to you know like a, a compact fucking like whipped sword thing that comes out of a fucking little handle it's like a, a police baton if you're from america yeah. you ever seen a fucking police baton where it's this little thing that comes out <laughs> yeah you don't yeah. want to fuck with that i promise no you don't uh, <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah that's kind of like what it is but with a sword and there's a lot of fucking cool dynamic where there's these different levels of sword play where like you're like first level is like using a sword you know and right. and 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 just basic swordsmanship yes. but he gets to the point where it's like fourth or fifth level swordsmanship where it's like his finger is a sword yeah and he can just you know cut shit and like you know uh, the one before that is anything is a sword 
anything as a sword. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So it's like the, I think the first level is just use a sword. The second yep. level is something that I can't remember. The third level is anything you grab is now a sword. Because <laughs> didn't he grab like a piece of paper? Or yeah, something he grabbed like, like that? a piece he's... of paper and he's and he's cutting doors to shoe or Ryu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's shoe actually from from then. But yeah, um, shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, anything is a sword. And then the next tier is you know your any part of your body can become a sword. And he like uses the example with his finger. Yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like a really tight character because like once he's introduced, you don't really know what side he's on, and yeah. uh, he's they kind of um, like hype him up to be like a real like villain of Shiwoon. Yeah, like a, like a yeah. antagonist. Yeah, he's yeah, he's shit when you first see him. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like you know just kind of like a cool guy attitude, you know, yeah. and like yeah talks yeah. down to people and kind of shit yeah. but at the end of the day he's actually a really tight character he's a really good dude yeah but it's just like how he was first introduced was kind of supposed to throw you a little curveball there yeah. yeah and you you know his name is smiling like his nickname is smiling sword you know yeah. like and and that's he, he literally is always smiling like in battle and stuff too you know like and i it, i just love to see characters that um you know are really well really good at hiding their emotion and stuff like because yeah. he's just always like straight-faced or, or smile not straight fit but like you know he, he's, yeah, always, he's got, always got like a, a positive look yeah, yeah smirk yeah. like a positive look on his face like even like when he's in a dire battle situation so it's like hard yeah. for the opponent to read him so it's like yeah that's that's super tight that's dynamic. always a really cool yeah trait of a, a, a badass characters and anything yeah there's a couple characters yeah. like that yeah yeah so yeah, Breaker, pick it up immediately, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm, I promise you won't put it down till you're done. I like, swear, it's one of the bingiest stories you'll ever read. Like once you get past like the the Korean names, like once you get used to them, and if you find like a good like, you know, um, scanlation or translation for it, because I don't know like how you can officially read manhwa anywhere, but like if yeah. you find a good if you find a good scanlation, they do a pretty good job on some of them, giving you translator notes, you know, throughout. And it's not like they just give you one translator note as soon as like a crazy Korean word like comes up and then you just have to remember it for the rest of the series. No, every time that word comes up, they remind you, you know, like what it is. So like they they, they help you a lot in some of the translations. Reminds me of you. foot techniques, man. Foot man. techniques. Like I, we we got to stop yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, Breaker because yeah, yeah, this will yeah, yeah, turn yeah. into the break, to Breaker tangential tie-in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, back to maybe back to some picks or do yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah. maybe some more lightning round or what do you want to do? Um, I I feel like we're running a little bit long on time. Honestly, I wanted to keep this one around an hour to an hour and a half. Sure. And I feel sure. like we're getting close to to that hour and a half point. So why don't we fire off like our last like serious pick, our last like personal pick, and then we can maybe fire off a couple like you know towards the end and then wrap the episode up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um. My last pick combines both of my themes, Bokuto and uh, Swordswomen, and that is Twilight Suzuka from Outlaw Star. Hell yeah. And Suzuka is pretty much the most badass character in the show. Yeah, I've dude. talked about it before <laughs> on previous uh, episodes, how it's just, uh, I love the theme of how the main character is, you know, smart mouth, little fucking kind of shitbag dude who yeah. does got hands, does yeah. got physical ability, but, he's but more most of, a smooth of the time, talker and a gunslinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smooth talker and a gunslinger. And like when yeah. it comes down to some taijutsu, he's about to get his ass beat, and he does get his ass beat a lot of yeah. times. Where like Suzuka or Aisha got to come in and like handle yeah. handle the heavy work because uh, you know he's he ain't, he ain't about it like that. So right. that's, that's the first <laughs> time first time I ever saw in a in a series where it was like the man was inferior to women physically yeah. and and it's like 
I loved it from from the beginning. Yeah, and dude. so, a little bit about uh, Twilight Suzuka. So there, if you just watch Outlaw Star, you don't get really her backstory. You you get kind of some of it when she's talking at towards the end to Hitoriga, which is a K pirate who also is a swordsman. Um, who um, they they have a long you know standing you know yeah. issue with each other which is uh really that suzuka in her backstory which is is kind of like a side manga or whatever where um she is training at a dojo of swordsmen and one day hitoriga shows up and he's like hey i want to train and you know really kind of smooth talks his way in there or whatever you know because yeah. suzuka right away kind of sees through him like nah man this man's on some shady shit we can't have, <laughs> have he, he doesn't have like honorable swordsman spirit we can't have this guy you know in in our dojo like learning our style and shit but the the master sees his potential and he's like nah this is this guy is that deal so like yeah. let, let him in let him in and so you know he's he was always a k pirate the whole time you know hiding his identity and uh the other thing about him is he like changes his face to look like other people like with i want to say it's like a plastic surgery type thing but this is so far in the future this is yeah, like yeah. you know 2500 you know right. i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't know what year it is but it's they're traveling traveling at light speed you know through yeah. uh the, the space so it's like it's obviously way in the future mm-hmm. but um so this guy hitoriga has whatever wormed his way into this dojo and uh one day suzuka goes off to get um supplies for the dojo in town and she comes back and her whole dojo is murdered everybody her master and everybody and she finds hitoriga like standing there bloody as fuck you know with now he has her master's face on you know yeah. and that's that was wild where you're like <laughs> what the fuck is this yeah. shit about you know yeah. like yeah and so um they obviously fight to what would seem like the death and Hitoriga uses like K magic and blasts her ass off the side of a fucking mountain. And, you know, he assumes she's dead, you know, yeah, so doesn't, yeah. you know, pursue her because she definitely probably should have died from that. <laughs> and then that's, that's like the backstory and all you get. And then like fast forward to the actual current outlaw star timeline where Suzuka is an assassin uh and she still upholds her honorable like you know bushido way and will only accept mark's kill you know that she's about to kill uh if she morally agrees with it and so the first thing that you see in the story is that she's going to kill fred lowe which is a weapons dealer who gene has a good fucking relationship with and actually fred lowe's in love with gene uh and always is trying to get at him and he's like man i don't swing that way so no (laughs) get away from me um but but um that's why i mean kind of their whole relationship begins because suzuka is supposed to kill fred and so uh gene gets the outlaw star but has like no money to like outfit it with weapons and all the gear that he's going to need to go back out into space so fred's like okay i'll 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 suit your ship up but you're gonna have to handle this fucking crazy ass bitch trying to kill me so (laughs) (laughs) and and uh so the nickname twilight is given because she shows up like about an hour before sunset and she gives them that hour to like you know 
write a note to their loved ones, you yeah, know, tie ready. up their loose ends, get yeah, ready for the get their death, affairs you know? in order. <laughs> yeah, get their affairs in order. She's like, I'm gonna give you this hour or whatever. You better figure it out because after that you're dead. So yeah. you know, and and it's so she always kills people at sunset. And if she she fails to miss her mark at sunset, which I think she states that she never has before until yeah. Fred Lowe and Gene stops her, and and so. Um, she like has this little timer, this little clock that goes off, and she's like, "Oh shit, you know, like I didn't, I failed. This is the yeah. only time I, th- I think I've, I think that's she says it's the only time I've ever failed to kill my mark by sunset." Yeah, and so she like just runs off and doesn't kill him, and, and Jean's like, "All right, well, you know, deal's done. Boom, I, I took care of it." And she's like, "Fred's like, fuck no, she's coming back next day at sunset. <laughs> like your job is not done." <laughs> and and so Gene like walks out of the building and Suzuka's waiting for him. Like, no, yeah. we're about to fight this shit out for real now. Yeah. And Gene basically has to run the whole time because Suzuka is way too fucking hard body for him. So yeah. he's 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 running away, trying to fucking, you know, play his like, you know, crafty games and shit. And um eventually overtakes her by like using they got what do they call like these little energy fucking field shields that they can use and he had like two of them and he was like putting it on like in a in a way to like deflect her sword and somehow like got her sword from her and then like took her her sash of her kimono and so her kimono is about to fall off and so she stops and like holds her fucking kimono (laughs) on and and he's like all right well uh, I can either just shoot you in your face or you can just end this fucking contract. And she's like, I don't end contracts. So yeah. you know, what you're about to do. And Jean's like, all right, I don't really feel like killing a lady. So I'm just going to shoot your sword right here and just bust that at least. And, yeah. and she's like, no, don't do that either. And he's like, yeah. well, what, 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 what do you want me to do? You know, what am I supposed to do here? You're going to fucking try to kill Fred tomorrow. And then yeah. he like, I don't know, plays some kind of word games on her to basically get her to agree that before she can honorably kill Fred, she has to kill Gene first, you know, kill me first, basically. And so, and he's like, yep, it's a deal. Now you can't go back on it. Your, your honor's on the line, you know, your Bushido yeah. honor. So well, like, what's next? you gotta kill me. Yeah. And so she just like gives up on it and then comes back later at, uh, at you know, a couple episodes later to, to, you know, wreck, wreck another K pirate. And you yeah. get the, the story where she kind of like the story like, well, I, you guys interest me. I really like your crew and you guys are fighting the K pirates. And that's really all I need to know to join you. So like, if I know if I'm about to, you know, roll with y'all, I'm going to run into K pirates to fight. And that's, that's my goal. So fuck yeah. it. And, yeah. and I mean, that's, I just, I just love the character. And yeah, then, she's a badass dude and the maybe the last thing i'll say is like back all the way towards the end like the finale where she does get to fight hitoriga uh she you know gets hit by him a couple of times and he's like yeah see you still ain't shit he's like no i'm letting you hit me because i want to know the pain that you inflicted on my on my you know all my kinsmen basically and this and that and then it's and hits him with the fucking you don't really get to and you don't really get to see the sword swing so it's 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 the classic you know yeah, yeah. and then they both swing yeah, and then yeah. like you know yeah. but what happens is they focus on her eye on her pupil and you get to see all these light slashes yes dude <laughs> and she's like and and then you know hitori goes done and he's like i've never seen that ability before and he's like yeah it's because i invented it after you for you it's called crimson <laughs> it's called crimson and that's it that's yeah, it. You're, you're done buddy and yeah, I was dude. Like, yes yeah yeah so, that's so good dude yeah she's that's a, that's a bad B right there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like an Akame style too. Where like yeah, she'll yeah. just there Angel ain't no shit. words. Yeah, there ain't no words. Usually she's just coming, and that's Oi that. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Yeah, hell yeah. There you man. go. 
Yeah. There the you last, go. The last one I wanted to uh, to bring up to round off the conversation here is another swordsman or sword wielder that like is kind of like outside of the traditional you know Bushido style. But I wanted to bring up Saber from uh, from the Fate series because she's my favorite character in the whole in the whole shit and it's just so like she's like a knight style character right so like it's so you don't see too often like important knight type characters as females and what she is is she's the female representation of king arthur right so like that is like a really cool dynamic on its own it's a really cool character premise uh premise itself but then her weapon is obviously excalibur but this excalibur is literally just a crazy beam of like hard light so like it's like you know you've got the hilt and then just a blue you know like light beam, lightsaber you know? yeah a lightsaber yeah exactly and you know it, her character is just so cool because not only is she like straight to like all business all the time whenever she's fighting um and her name is saber just because like the class system of 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 the tournament that they're in you know like has her her name being saber otherwise that's like her class is saber you have lancer you have you know at berserker and everything else but uh but she's saber her name would probably be arthur or something like that outside of it i can't even remember if they even like say like what her real name is anyway but like she's like got like such a like a a a true like knight spirit which they like go into like pretty in depth like she cares about her surroundings and like the people around her so she can never really go all out when she fights and still handles business like if she really wanted to that excalibur like sword could really just like turn into like a crazy like you know like she could just end like most conflicts like right away but she cares so much about the things around her that you know she has to like be like really tactical and like really precise and like really you know like uh like thoughtful about like how she wants to attack you know an enemy even if they don't care about the surroundings so if they like when she's fighting berserker man in fate stay night that's the tightest fight ever and maybe it has a lot to do with a1 being the the uh uh the the animators for it but um but that's just one of the prettiest fights one of the best well choreographed fights that you'll ever see if you haven't checked out fate zero fate stay night definitely put that on your list because that's some of the best animation ever too and the story is also amazing but saber was just like such a cool character to me just because like you don't really see you know like females in that like hardcore swordsman you know position especially not like a knight you know what i mean and just like the whole king arthur lore is something that i've also always been like really you know interested in and definitely yeah yeah and she's she's just we, we should have brought her up on the uh the badass women episode i'm so mad that we missed that but we got her yeah. here now yeah yeah absolutely saber man um, yeah I, I missed a i missed one of the badass women too i may as well just say it because we talked it? about the breaker oh man jenny oh man. yeah Jenny's jenny, waifu, bro. jenny kwan is waifu like when you see when you when you fucking read breaker if you haven't viewers you'll see jenny is waifu but we can we yeah, go yeah. back to swordsman Sort of oh yeah i mean that's i mean i didn't i didn't really have too much to you know to say about saber i mean i could talk about all of these picks you know for an hour and a half make a whole episode about him but it feels like sure. we're running a little bit long on time but Saber's going to be the last one that i talk about here if you had any other like last minute you know lightning picks that you wanted to, to fire off real quick before we ended the episode <sighs> i i mean picks are just... so good i, I just like want to hear more of them yeah <laughs> i'm just so man there's one no more. way Do one more talk about one more well, there's just I, I'm not going to talk about one character in general. I think I just have to talk about the series and Bleach in general because there's no way yeah. we can have this without talking about wow, Bleach. Wow, how can, did we not talk about Bleach, dude? Because okay. I mean, I mean, so we kind of planned a sword story. About, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so like you can you can pick whatever swordsmen or women that you yeah. like in that story because there's so many tight characters. Really, like yeah. the character, like the the 
the di- the dynamic of having to get to know your Zanpakuto and that it has like a humanoid or a- some kind of astral projection or whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it that, yeah. that you some kind talk of physical to. relatable like representation that yeah you know, like Zabimaru is the fucking uh, monkey with the snake tail I loved yeah, yeah, Zabimaru yeah. like yeah but uh th- those that's just a really cool uh dynamic with that but like so like Ichigo is the main character which everybody already knows and he's yeah. he's a great main character as a rule other than he gets you know all these fucking you know Everything. ask power up. <laughs> that that's that's the only bad thing but like him as a character like as a person and stuff yeah. it's like i really vibed with ichigo you know i'm the oldest in my family i got younger siblings and that yeah. kind of shit where like super you know amazing. he's out yeah and, and he's always been like super like like calm and kind of kind of calculated it's not like he's like the smartest guy ever you know but he's not the dumbest you know yeah. and 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 uh he is is a kind of a deep character as far as like his family relationships goes and stuff yeah. like that and, and his friendship relationships too like those those i mean i, I love uh just him and rukia's relationship you know it's clearly not a romantic relationship they're literally like that yeah. tight and yeah. that's that's that you know yeah. like and and i mean rukia her I love that just Rukia. So she gets a Bankai eventually, but I love that she just had Shikai for a long time, and her yeah. Shikai was so fucking tight, you yeah, know, dude. with the ice ice attacks, you know, yeah, that dude. weren't like that weren't like Toshiro's, like Hiyori and Maru or yeah. whatever. But um, it's freeze time. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, ice right. is so broke. I, yeah. Why does ice? I mean, I know why, but like ice, like always evolves into freeze time. You know, you're like slowing it's down like, molecules vibrations yeah. until they, yeah, you just don't OP move. As fuck. <laughs> yeah. So OP. But uh, my favorite. Drake. Oh yeah, there he is. He's somewhere back there, ain't he? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I have him on this wall right now, but I got him somewhere around here. Bobby Drake, he's always been a tight character, shit talking yeah, really. bull, fuck, you know. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> But my favorite Bleach character is Ikaku, uh, just yeah, because man. his fighting style where, like, before he, you know, releases his Shikai or whatever, he fights with the sheath and the sword. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he'll, like, use faint attacks with the sheath. And what's also tight about it is that he'll fight with, like, his non-dominant hand. His sword's in his non-dominant hand and the sheath is in his dominant hand. Right. And then he'll kind of lull you to believe that, like, okay when i see attacks coming from his left side it's going to be a sword you know attack where his right side is going to be a sheath so i can like block with my hand or whatever on the sheath attacks yeah and then you know and then he'll like turn around so you can't see switch them on your ass and all yeah. of a sudden the right right hand is when the sword's <laughs> coming in and you're like oh no that shit's tired. That shit's tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and and also that he's the third seat of the 11th squad which is right. zaraki squad which is the you know hard body squad and yeah. he's like I can't ever let anybody know that I have Bankai because they'll kick me out. They'll basically force me to be a captain in another squad and I'm yeah. never leaving fucking Zoraki yeah. squad. It's Hell like, yeah. man, that's so tight. You know, yeah, like I, I, I loved him, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, bleach is yeah. great until Eisen. And then I don't know <laughs> until Eisen dies. And then, you know, whatever. Uh, I think the coolest thing about bleach um, for Ichigo. I mean, if we want to highlight Ichigo for a little bit here is that like when you, when you you know and, and considering like the basic like the or the the regular like shonen like storytelling progression you get like a, the main character starting off like with nothing and then like progressing through until they're the strongest character in the series or at least someone that's wildly formidable sure um, at some point and you see their training like throughout and it's it's so cool that like when ichigo you know is like jettisoned into the shinigami world 
that all of these supporting and, and recurring characters that show up are already beasts you know what i mean yeah. and he has to like you know kind of start from the bottom and like rank his way up to be on par with them you know slowly and it's just like seeing him grow you know as a swordsman and as a a shinigami like you know throughout the the story was just like one of the coolest you know, like progressions that i've that i've seen anyway you know in the first like 250 episodes of it until like you said after eisen but <laughs> and one of the best like dude like and like and like you were talking about like with you know like the the, the power-ups that he gets it's still the tightest shit ever when he fights Ukiora, man. Like it, it is, it is. Dude, I wish that like, was the only power up he got was the Vasto yeah, launch shit. Yeah, Vasto Lorde. Yeah, like when when Ukiora goes into like his second release and like point blanks the Cero in his chest and he's just like a got a gaping hole in his chest and like dies like, basically. And then Odehime like cries on him and he like turns into fucking Vasto Lorde and he like flexes his spiritual pressure and like flattens Ukiora and like. Uki with just his spiritual pressure and Ukiora's like falling to the ground like a piece of paper. I was like, <gasps> and then he like steps on his head and like point blanks a Cero in his forehead and just evaporates him, dude. With the horns, right? Yeah, his with horns. the horns. Yeah, with the yeah. horns. And and like and and Ukiora's like making a point because he had those like lances, those Cero lances that were like nuclear yeah. bombs and shit. Those and he throws so one at fucking Ichigo and he just grabs it with his fucking like he threw a couple of those that Ichigo dodged like throughout and you can see him in the distance just making a fucking mushroom cloud like and just mm -hmm. destroy destroying like mountain ranges you know and he throws one at ichigo and vaso lorde and he just grabs it and shit and he's like fuck no like it, like <laughs> impossible like you know what i mean like and, and just that's the him, best fight I that mean, is the that is easily the easy i mean like i love the grim Jow, like sessions too yeah but like on a like on like a personal level but like yeah but like actually factually ukiore yeah. and, and ichigo i feel like you're not gonna find too many people that disagree with that but um yeah and like and ukiora makes like a, a a comment like you're not even supposed to be able to know how to use you can't use sero yeah <laughs> you know wow, what i mean wow, like how yeah. are you using sero which like kind of makes you like raise an eyebrow and like cross your arms you know like storytelling well, you're like me. you're but, like well i mean he's a visard already you know yeah, that but yeah. like it's like what does that really mean you know right. at that time because right. it's like okay you got other visards but like none of them have you know transformed in their, their this basto lorde form and it's like yeah i mean what is what does that really mean does it really mean that he is kind of like you know chad yeah. with uh the fucking yeah, yeah. Ah, man i don't you know but yeah yeah for sure bleach, yeah, bleach kind of had to touch on each i'm glad that you brought it up we had to touch on fucking ichigo and yeah know, i mean in a, in a sword I, episode i have a category on my list it's called bleach mentions just because i don't want to get flamed and it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of my bleach notes on here and i'm like ah you know like i i, I put them on here even though like i said i had the two the yeah. two categories for like yeah. Bokuto users and swordsmen yeah. um but there's just no way we can't not talk about bleach on a sword right. episode so you there know? you have it bleach fans we, we did it we, we we showed some love we showed some love. yeah yeah i mean hey uh, there's there's so many so many good things about bleach it, it just yeah. the, the storytelling at the end you know it just leaves a lot to be desired like yeah. uh, like so many other facets of the story like the manga or the anime yeah. are 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 top tier like yeah. i think the art in the manga was very good it was a little yeah. bit too much black at times i feel like um, he did a pretty good job balancing the contrast out with the star yeah on the blacks yeah yeah and um but there's the, a lot of black though <laughs> yeah and the anime is it's 
it almost hurts my feelings to say because Puro had fucking Bleach and fucking Naruto at the same time, and they yeah. made both of those so top tier animation for their times. Yeah. And like, and Yu Yu Hakusho was ahead of his time. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. but but then like fast forward to what today, happened? and it's like yeah, we give happened? all our resources to Boruto, which to me isn't great. I don't I don't like Boruto really. I feel like a lot I of mean, people, I feel like a lot of people have that opinion that the Boruto anime is lacking. And, and it's like then they get Black Clover, and like we were reading Black Clover right from day one, you know, yeah. and it's like it's like man i'm so hyped for this anime i'm so hyped for this anime and you see like shitty cg right in the beginning Asta's <laughs> fucking Asta's making my ears ring with his voice and i'm yeah, like, like this isn't good like, like what, why what are, what are you doing and then like, they got like don't ruin Korean... my favorite new gen book right now i know and it's like, <laughs> like well and then they got like i don't know around episode 40 or something they got like koreans involved or something you know yeah, and yeah. and it's like a way better quality anime now but it's yeah. like like didn't y'all understand this when you look at manga sales that this should be kind of a top priority but yeah you know, yeah whatever, whatever dude <laughs> but i i, I do want to mention i mean pierre piro or whatever fuck pure whatever the hell Parrot. we got to go back yeah parrot you know <laughs> we, we we do still have to talk a li- at least a little bit about yu yu Hakusho because we do got two of the greatest swordsmen ever on the yeah. main squad and yeah, like dude. what i wanted to talk about because it's a bokuto user is when kuwabara is fighting musashi in the genkai mm. tournament in the dark and yeah. and that's and and musashi has the wooden sword he's like this is made from like a tree that like suck is it like in this high level of spirit energy or demon energy area and it just sucks up all this energy and whatnot so like it's used it's meant to destroy evil cool yeah. like, i'm not evil like, why, what the <laughs> fuck? like don't, don't hit me with that shit and and it's just like so tight how like he basically breaks the sword on cool bar's head and you can yeah. see you know how hard body cool bar is it's like well and oh, one of the best okay. one of the best lines head. No, and one of the best lines, even before he brings out the sword and they are like fighting hand to hand, he's like, your sissy little punches ain't going to do nothing to me, fucking. Yusuke's been grinding my head into the cement for the last like five years. Like, Yusuke's like, I can't agree. I have (laughs) punched him pretty a lot of times. (laughs) I have punched him quite a few times. Oh, and then yeah, that's dude. when he had to bring the sword out and he breaks the sword on Kuobar and then Kuobar picks the, the piece of broken wood up, which yes. is like the catalyst for him to learn spirit, spirit sword. You know, so like <laughs> that was just a, a, one of the tightest parts to me, you know, of the, of the yeah. series. And it's like, man, Yu Yu Hakusho like was so big for me when that shit came out. Like yeah. I, uh, you know, it was the, like that golden era of like, okay, we had Dragon Ball. And now we're going to start getting all this new anime because of how popular, how well Dragon Ball did on Cartoon Network. That now we're getting this new wave of we're getting Inuyasha, we're getting fucking uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, we're getting Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop. Like we're getting all this shit that's like just all hot fire. And it's like, man, Yu Yu Hakusho just resonated so much for me because I was about the same age as them when that shit came out, like 14 years old. It's like I was doing a lot of the same shit, kind of a delinquent. I mean, I won't say kind of, I'll say very much so a delinquent. (laughs) And, uh, you know, like it just resonated so much with me, you know. And then the other swordsman you got to at least talk about a little bit is Hiei, of course. And, uh, man, Hiei was probably the most badass character i ever saw at the time you know like i, I didn't think anybody was like more like exuded badassery more than him like yeah dude just you and know he was just supposed to be a one-off villain togashi, yeah. togashi just wanted to like use him for you know the first uh interaction with 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 uh yusuke and then he was defeated and he was supposed to never come back but the popularity polls came back so intensely in Hiei's favor that he was like all right well 
guess you're on the main squad now and that's kind of like why we never see the jagan eye you know like the the multiple jagan eye form you know yeah. in PA, you know ever again after ever after that again. first fight yeah yeah and i mean we all know that you hawk shows the warm-up manga for him anyway so yeah. <laughs> yeah he had a little he had a little couple of things to iron out before i got yeah. to hunter and you yeah. haka show is great you know like i i the only thing that's bad about you haka show is that he didn't want to write it anymore it was you know editorially mandated it. yeah 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 and just forced to like finish this story when he's like having health problems and it's like man, he wants to do I, hunter <laughs> yeah like yeah it's, it's, just, it's just like you're asking for a bad ending yeah yeah so yeah i mean that's it yaka show is one of the goats and uh you got two of the greatest swordsmen ever on there so i mean yeah, that's dude. that's fine with me to send it off because that's yeah yeah and that was, a, that was a great discussion we can definitely end that there um yeah man that was that was a lot of fun thanks for watching um if you enjoyed the video let us know drop a like subscribe to the project manga podcast if you're new um yeah giveaway coming up uh in the next month ish like month month and a half uh die shows mm -hmm. at the end of november so uh join the discord i'll have a link for that in the description so that you can be in the running for the for the merchandise that we grab from that con um but yeah uh that's that's gonna do it for another episode of tangential tie-ins um drop your favorite sword user in the in the comments i want to see what you guys what you guys thought of our list as, as well as uh who your personal picks are but uh yeah yeah man it's the, it's the project manga podcast we're gonna go ahead and sign off i'm noxy your boy kiko from the bridge Catch y'all next time. Myself, Lord and Master, shall bring disaster to evil factors. Demonic chapters shall be captured by kings through the storms of days after. And to the earth from the sun through triple darkness to blast you with a force that can't be compared to any firepower for its mind power shared.